0: Enjoy today's podcast.
1: And welcome to another edition of the Daily Witness Podcast. I'm your host, Trevor van Fieren, and joining me in the studio tonight <laughs> is Megan van Fieren.
0: I'm in the right corner.
1: Yes. And uh, <laughs> welcome, everyone. Welcome. Hi. Yeah, we are discussing the wisdom of God. This is going to be an introduction, and this is a force that Christians have got no idea the power that's in it. And it's something that they think they don't really need. And man, they just carry on day after day after day bumping their heads, making mistakes, not understanding why is there no healing, why is there no finances, why is there no promotion, why this, why that, why is the business not increasing? What's going on? And so this is something, and let let me just add this in as well. The wisdom of God, not the wisdom of man, the wisdom of God. Lord, how do I say this? Thank you. The wisdom of God is not for babies. Mm. The wisdom of God is the meat of Christianity. Mm. This is for victorious living, period, 100%, all the time. If you've got a revelation of it and if you know how to function in it. Mm. But every Christian... Whether you're a baby, whether you mature, every Christian has access to the wisdom of God. And you can grow into it. So um, we're going to open up in a word of prayer. Father, we thank you. Oh, dear God in heaven, you are such a blessing. You are... You are an amazing, outstanding blessing to your children. Far beyond our wildest dreams. And there's so many of your kids that are living short. Short of your abundance. Short of your healing. Short of your miracles. Short of your direction. Because they don't know you that way. But Lord, I pray... Tonight, Father, this is important. I know it's important to you. I pray that you will speak through Megan and my vocal cords. Think through our minds. Speak through our vocal cords, Lord. Get your message across to your kids the way you know how. This is important. And, Lord, I pray for the hearers tonight. Don't let it go in the one ear and out the other. We take authority over the devil. Satan, you are not going to interrupt this message. And you will not be a distraction to the hearers either. We bind you. You know what that means? That means you're bound. When I speak, you will listen because you are defeated. And there's nothing you can do about that. Now, Lord, I I pray... That you give them eyes to see, wow, give them ears to hear, and a heart that understands. These are key words. Thank you, Lord, that they will be marked forever after this message. In Jesus' name, we thank you and we praise you for your goodness, Lord. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. All right. Awesome. Okay, guys, so we're changing it up a little bit tonight. Um, uh, Trevor and I have been speaking like quite a bit about wisdom. And years ago, we actually, when I got saved, Trevor was teaching me back then already about the wisdom of God. And I remember I got so excited because I wanted to use it on everything. So funny story. I used it on Trevor, <laughs> but I'm not going to divulge into that. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we are today married, so en- <laughs> the end. So um, of late, we've been sitting and sort of taking account of the things that are happening in our lives and yeah. having a look where we're missing it and looking at how to get to where we want to be. Yeah. And the Lord spoke to Trevor about it and we're missing it in the wisdom area. Yeah. We're not asking him his wisdom on this. We are, without even realizing it, we're doing the stuff in our own strength. Yeah. Yeah. So we thought tonight would be a good night to actually open up the topic because it's important for everyone in the body of Christ to walk in the wisdom of God. So what is the wisdom of God? The wisdom of God is insight, it's hmm. knowing how to do something, knowing when to do it, <coughs> knowing how to do it. So basically, I was looking at times when Christians are not using the wisdom of God. And hmm. it turns out it's about 99% of the time.
1: Unfortunately, that is yes. the truth, yeah.
0: Everyone is winging everything. You know, they think they are walking in the wisdom of God. But they are walking in their own understanding Please of
1: say that again, because it needs to register.
0: Stop walking in your own understanding. People... Ask God first.
1: People are winging it. Yeah, they yes. really are.
0: So, I just wanted to mention, like, a few little places where believers are completely missing it. In the sense where they're not even going before the Lord and asking Him. So... Some of the things that I thought about was where to live. You should never move unless you have asked the Lord. Yeah. Lord, where do I need to live? Yeah. Because you don't understand the place that he places you, the purpose behind it.
1: Now, I want to add something in that. Okay. Years ago, the Lord uh, blessed me with a revelation. And let me just explain the importance of a revelation. And people need to hear it again and again and again because that's how faith comes. And that's how things open up and then it stays. So, in the Greek, a revelation is simply this. It's as if there's a window and the curtains are drawn closed. Now, When you get a revelation, this is how it's described in the Greek. The Holy Ghost pulls the curtains back. And you can see out the window. And you can see things that you have never seen before. Mm. But here's the thing. It was always there. Yes. It was always there. You didn't know it was there. The curtains were closed. Mm. So I was going through... A rough patch with my ex-girlfriend, and she she was a Christian, and she was spiraling backwards and she was spiraling backwards very fast. and by the unction of the Spirit of God, I had this series on wisdom the principal thing, and I would listen. To the series again and again and again. I did not know what this message was about. I'm hearing about this wisdom of God. I d- healing. I understand. Sowing and reaping. I understand. Tithing. I understand. Um, prosperity. I understand. Wisdom. What's that? So I would listen to this message, and I'd listen to this message, and I didn't know why, but I was also, if I can say, I was addicted to this series, and I'd listen to it again and again and again, and not knowing what I'm listening to. It went right over my head. It was a very deep topic, and then one day the light went on. The Holy Ghost pulled the curtain back, And my eyes were just taking in as much as what I could. And I got it. And I understood what the wisdom of God is. And let me just say it to you like this. Andrew said it pretty well, and so did Megan. The wisdom of God is basically, you can go to Him about everything. Anything, yes. And you can ask him any question you want. Mm. And he's already got an answer for it. Mm. And not only that, every answer that he gives you is a correct one. It'll always be right. And if you come up against a really tough situation, I mean, this thing, you can't figure a way out of this guess what he's already got a solution for yes. you he's not going to try and figure out a solution i'm glad you came susan i'm I'm glad that you asked me uh, what this is i'm just going to talk with jesus and we're going to see what we can do for you and see how we can figure this thing out no he, while you asking he's answering you yes. and it's like that all the time now the importance of the revelation. If you don't have a revelation of wisdom, you're not going to use it. Mm, you got Exactly. You, it, it's meaningless you to you. You won't see
0: the importance of it. Yeah. Yeah. And you remember what the Lord told me. He said a revelation um, is a foundation that's caused
1: by meditation. A revelation is a foundation, is a foundation that's caused by meditation. caused by meditation. Now... I wanted to move to the United States of America. This was way before I met Megan. Mm. Can I just go anywhere I want? No. No. Uh, Well, excuse me. I've got freedom. I have my rights, you know. No, you don't. If Jesus is your Lord...
0: You gave up your rights.
1: You go and you turn to him first. Mm. Well... I went and I prayed it out. I prayed out the wisdom of God. I said, Lord, can I go there? I said, you know, I'd really like to... I'd like that. Can I go there? Can I move to the United States of America? I want to become a U.S. citizen. And I I genuinely prayed this thing out. And the Lord said to me, no. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what? He said, I want to establish you here first. I was like, okay. I had opportunity to go i had people invite me come come just just stop what you're doing and come i got the wisdom of god now if the wisdom of god says you don't go to america then you don't do it if you do nothing's stopping you from doing it you can go and do it but then go and be foolish go 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 and be foolish and see how far you get Mm. Without the blessing of the Lord. And you're out of the wisdom. Oh, and you're out of His protection. Yes. And He's not going to bless your disobedience. No. You'll go there and you'll want to believe God for a house. And you'll pray, Lord, help me get a house. And you know what? It will be the worst vacation you've ever been on. Mm. No one will want to help you. You'll try and get records. You'll try and get financial statements. Uh, everyone will just turn you down flat all the time. Because you out of the will of God.
0: And you can't wing that, oh, I'm highly favored um, stuff, because if you are disobedient, there are consequences to that. Exactly. I remember when I moved out of PE, you still said to me, you're taking yourself away from your spiritual support. Yes. And I didn't really understand that back then. But when I was in this other city, trying to start a new life. I kept hitting a brick wall with everything. That's I right. couldn't make friends with people. Um, Hayley wasn't getting on with well not she wasn't getting on, but she just couldn't make friends. Mm. She was struggling in school, like it it was like nothing was working out. Yeah. And that's when you you like realize, whoa, we gotta fix this. You know, and then you go to God and you ask him for his wisdom to rectify that. Yeah.
1: now... How many Christians are doing that Many, on a daily basis?
0: And how many of them have died Mm. because they've moved to a city they were never meant to go? They went on a trip they were never meant to go. They bought something they weren't supposed to buy.
1: Being involved with people you should not be involved in?
0: Yes. Because they said move there and they moved.
1: Yes. How many Christians have packed up their bags and just gone without consulting? But, oh, no, I'm a Christian.
0: Yes, I love the Lord.
1: Jesus is my Lord. Oh, and when does he give you an opportunity to direct your path? Mm. When you're taking control. Are you still doing what you were doing in the world? You are God over your own life. Yes. You're still on the throne of your own heart. Mm-hmm.
0: That's exactly right. So Because Proverbs uh, chapter 3, verse 5, it
1: says, acknowledge the Lord in all your ways. That's
0: yeah. the scripture, yeah. <laughs> I already said Andrew must have read my notes. <laughs>
1: He's downloading that stuff spiritually. Yeah.
0: No, no, for sure.
1: God has been around a lot longer mm. than what we have. Mm. And he knows what works and he knows what doesn't work. And guess what? You are not a carbon copy of the next person. That's not how God wired us. He made each of us differently. Now, I'm, now listen now, because I'm getting this from the Spirit. The Apostle... It, oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Did you know that the Jews... Have you noticed, if you look in Jerusalem, the Jews do not build with bricks? Have you noticed that? Have you noticed that they only they, make with stone. they only build with stones? Mm. And did you know and someone will say, well, "What's that got to do with the wisdom of God?" Well, now hear me out. Mm. The apostle Paul, in his writings, mm. says that Jesus is the corner, corner brick.
2: Mm-hmm. Corner
1: st- oh, wow. He's the corner stone. Wow. And you know what the Apostle Paul calls us? Living stones. Now, you know why we are called stones? And why we are not called bricks? Because every brick is identical to the next. Yes. But there is no stone that is the same. Yes. Mm. God took special time when he created you it was his pleasure to create you you are unique in the way you do like andrew has got the spirit of a scribe on him mm, it's it's sure. just it's it really is yeah that's how he is fashioned that's how god fashioned him
0: he's in the details
1: he records everything i mean these yeah. guys
0: these guys
1: <laughs> were around back in jesus's time but that is the way our father created him mm-hmm. he's a scribe and he likes stationery and he likes books and he's got to record everything i mean everything now i'm not like that but at all are. but that's because we're not bricks you understand so, the Lord took time in manufacturing you, if I can say that. Mm. He, you are special in his eyes. The way you are created, he calls us his jewels. Now, if he created us specifically, each and every one of us, the scripture says, each and every one of us have gifts. Okay? So... What if you didn't know that you were manufactured or created in a particular fashion with particular gifts? What if you didn't know that and you disregard that and you just go ahead and make your own decisions in life? I'm going to go and study this. I'm going to go and live there. I'm going to go and marry that person. I'm going to make this. And what happens to those gifts? that no one gets to see. Gifts, mm. thank you, Lord, that will glorify Him.
0: Yes. And, you know, I was actually speaking to um, Haley not so long ago about that exact thing because, I mean, like you know, yeah. we never, ever pushed her to go and study for something that, um, like the world always follows. Yes. You've got to go and be a teacher or a lawyer or a doctor or whatever it is because I was raised up that way from all the teachings you ask the lord for his wisdom that's right you you push your children to be all that they meant to be that the lord has called them to be that's right so if they have like in haley's case graphics design is her passion she is so good at it and you picked that up and your thing was I'm pushing her in that direction yes she didn't even realize that that was a passion, yet she'd been dabbling with it for years. Yes. So she studied out something that she has a passion in, which then ended up pushing her into a job where she gets to work with that stuff every day, which opens up doors for more opportunities. Yeah. Had she gone and studied and done what, say, her her feelings or maybe her dad's feelings would have been, it would have been... Uh, maybe a teacher or a doctor, and yeah. she wouldn't have excelled because she wouldn't be walking in the wisdom of God. She wouldn't be walking in the gifts and talents that were given to her.
1: Well, statistics were taken a couple of years ago. Did you know only 3% of college students, university yes. students, are actually doing what they studied?
2: Yes. I've noticed
1: that. Now, why is that? Making your own decision. Mm-hmm. Now, the Lord just uh, reminded me of this. Uh, thank you for that, Lord. He's very active tonight. I mean, he's actually active all the time. Yes. I'm just inclining my ear more. Um, the Lord just said to me now, Do you remember over in the book of Genesis, chapter 26, and Isaac wanted to just get up and leave because of the drought, and it was, it was a grievous uh, famine, not a drought. It was a famine. Yes. He. What was everyone doing? Everyone was going down to Egypt. Mm. Why? There's no famine there. Mm. And the Lord said, don't go to Egypt. That was the wisdom of God. <clears throat> don't go to Egypt. Stay where you are in this famine. And he says, I will bless you. So you can see how the Lord is directing all the time. Yes. What happened to the children of Israel when they were in Egypt? Mm. It was time to go. He's giving direction all the time. Now, he said to me, I, I said, because I'm thinking small, you know, I'm just thinking of myself. I want to go to the States. He said, no. Now, why did he tell Isaac to stay in that area? Well, uh, people don't know, but Isaac had the blessing of the Lord on him. Mm. And the blessing caused them to find all the old wells of his daddy Abraham. And he dug them up and there was water again. So God loved the Philistines. They were not covenant people of his. They didn't belong to him. But that doesn't mean he don't love them. Yes, he course. didn't want them to die. And the, on, the only way to save them was to keep Isaac in the area. Yes. You understand? So that's imagine if Isaac had to say, no, I'm not going to. D- d- hello, there's no water here. Mm. Me and my family, we're going to die yet. No, we're going to go down to Egypt and go off there. What would have happened to those Philistines? A lot of them would have died unnecessarily.
0: Yes.
1: But the wisdom of God is love to the people. I
0: was going to say, now the wisdom of God is rooted in love.
1: That's right. Yeah. So Isaac stayed, and man, the wells popped up, and well, the Philistines were a little silly, and they went to fight with him, and they took the wells. Well, guess what? the wells were for you it's a gift from God he loves you and he didn't want you to die that's why Isaac didn't have to go now I wanted to go off to the United States and the Lord said no not yet I want to establish you here first there's work for us to do on this side there's people that we need to minister to. And I didn't know that. I didn't even think of that. But I could see it much later. If we had, there are certain messages. There is. A impartation that takes place every time you sit under this ministry. Mm. There is something that is deposited on the inside of you. You might not see it. You might not feel it. But guess what? When you look back a year from now or two years from now, you're like, wow. And Susan, you can testify. Mm. And there's a couple. There have been people, uh, a lot of people, that got saved between that time when I prayed and now. What happened what would happen if the lord had to just say, "Oh yeah yeah, because he's running this thing he's the he's the head of the church that's why the church instead of just goofing off and just doing your own thing i'm just going to go yeah i'm just going to go I'm just going to start this business don't do that. Mm. Submit to the head of the church
0: so I find that what happens is people don't have the patience to seek out the wisdom of God. They think it's going to take long. Oh, I haven't got time for that. This seems so simple. Let's do it now. Let's do it like this. And I mean, in this time period that we're living in right now and and the church as we know it, can we honestly say on our two hands how many people we know that are literally seeking out the Lord on everything? I'm surrounded by believers every single day of my life. And I've never heard anyone say, you know, I'm taking some time to to seek out the Lord on something. No. Yeah. I never hear that. Because people are so used to everything being I don't want to say black and white and and like God's this grey area because he's not. But it's like, let's pick the easiest thing. You know, even even when I wanted to do, to leave the city, my initial thought was, I'm gonna have a better life somewhere else I get to start over. The wisdom of God is, no, come to me. I will help you. I will help you. There was a lot of stuff that was going on. And he actually had a solution for each thing. And I just didn't take the time. I took the time out to ask him if I could go. I did do that. And he said no. He said no three times. And I still didn't listen. Yeah. And there were consequences to that, which even years later, I was still sort of dealing with. But... This is what people are doing. They're going, this seems like the right thing to do. I'm going to do it. I'm sure the Lord is going to bless this. It seems right. And then what happens? You bump your head later and you're going, oh, maybe this wasn't the Lord's plan. Yeah. You never took the time to ask him. Everyone's doing that. They are not going to the Lord and saying, Lord, there's this job opportunity that's come up. Should I take it? It's more money. Initially, the mind is like, Let's take it because it's more money. Yeah. So you're basing it in your own knowledge instead of on the wisdom of God.
1: Yeah. Don't ever make a decision based on money. No. Don't ever do that. Make a decision based on the anointing and you'll never, ever be wrong. Yes. Now, listen to this. Just proving, once again, we don't submit ourselves to God first place like we should. Because why? It's pride. Yes. We think we, you know, in our advanced technical society, we make a couple of bucks. Uh, we fairly fit. Um, we're not doing too bad. I've accumulated one or two little things. I've got a nice little car. I have really, I've made it in life. Uh, Guess what? Guess what? Half of those things don't count. Yeah. Or technically, 90% of those things don't count. 95% of that stuff you did in your own strength and you're proud of it. Now I've got a scripture to prove why we are not walking in the wisdom of God every day. Because First Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 25. If you want to go there, you know, I'll give you an opportunity. First Corinthians chapter 1 verse 25. Can I read it? Yes. Because the foolishness of God is wiser than men. And the weakness of God is stronger than men. Let that sink in a little bit. The foolishness of God is wiser than men. All the wisest people that you can put together don't even come close to the foolishness of God.
0: Yes, wow, that's heavy.
1: So God's foolishness still outweighs the wisest of the wise combined. Talk about power!
2: <laughs> mm. yes. You know what I'm saying.
1: I, I do want to say this. A lot of people say um, they they love quoting that scripture that God will fulfill the desires of their heart, mm. and that's actually very selfish. Yeah. Yes, that's a scripture, but they twist it because yes. our desires need to line up with His desires. That's it. Mm. Because He's not going to um, like bless disobedience. No, He won't. No, he's already He has the perfect plan laid out for all of us. And you know, if a person comes on the scene and they they want to do a whole lot of stuff and it's not his, will, he's not going to fulfill that. No, because yeah. he's not in it.
0: I like I like that because years ago I also that scripture came up, and the Lord said to me, "I put those desires in you." Mm. So if they're desires from Him, yeah, like how do I say? <laughs> um, the desires that we have in our heart as believers, they come oh. from the Lord. He puts mm. them there. So you can always tell what's selfish and what's mm. from your dad.
1: And that's uh, that's exactly what it is. It's rooted in selfishness. Yes. You're thinking of yourself. Mm. You're thinking about what you want. And then you try and manipulate Scripture mm. to get your way. But if you're doing look, if you genuinely love the Lord, what are you afraid of?
2: exactly
1: why, why are you so scared to ask him can i go here can i go there when he says don't go he's not being nasty he's not trying to control your life he's saving you man yes. he's got he's got a bigger picture in line for you, he wants to He wants to make you the head mm. and not the tail. He wants you above only yeah. and not beneath. But you're going to have to do it his way. And guess what? His plan never fails. Mm. Mm. It never fails. Why? Because he loves you.
2: God's plan is bigger than our dreams.
1: It's way bigger than our dreams. Mm. And the sad thing, Susan, is so many people don't even tap into it.
0: Yes. I think there's a lot of people as well that don't even realize they can ask God. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just the way they've been raised in the church. A lot of people were raised in a very religious form or whatever. Um, they really don't know God as their father. So they don't even know, hey, I can go to him and ask him for things. Yeah. Um, That's so totally missing out, which is really, really sad. Um, I was just reminded of, remember years ago, um, I wanted to go to Bible school. Yes. There was a specific Bible school. I thought maybe this is the one. And I went to the Lord about it and I prayed about it and I asked him, Can I go to this Bible school? And I thanked him for the answer. No. And I just carried on with my business. And one day, I think it was probably a week later, we were having, Trevor and I were having a conversation on the phone. And just in the middle of the conversation I heard the Lord say no. Yes. And I mean, it had nothing to do with what we were talking about, but I knew when I heard that, I knew that was my answer. Yeah. And I, I just I sometimes. just said thank you, Lord. And I didn't need to I didn't need to ask mm-hmm. him why. Mm-hmm. Um, although as children of God, we are allowed to ask mm-hmm. for understanding why can't I? You know. Yeah. Um but I trusted him. Because if he says no, it's not. I don't need to know why. And
1: uh, let's just add to that about, oh, a while later, I don't know, about six months, maybe a year later, we heard some of the students and a little bit of that uh, curriculum, and it was not in line with the scriptures mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. And when Megan heard that stuff, she said, oh, my, I'm so glad I heard from him. Yes. She said, because now I, w- I would have been there and I would have learned that very thing and it would have been wrong and I wouldn't have known it.
0: Oh. I, um, I remember also seeing one of the lecturers um, attacking a bunch of people on Facebook. Yeah. Mm. And I was so put off by that because, you know, that's leadership. Mm. And um, you know we've just got, we've got to just handle things better. And I didn't want I, I really saw like the Lord work in that. You know that was His grace, like protecting me because I'd always wanted to go to Bible school. And that for me was, yo, your He saved me. <laughs> there. Yeah. You know, um, Megan talking you or you you and Andrew doing it or whoever um, um, the podcast mm-hmm. on God our Father, mm-hmm. and then you saying Dad, yes. You know, mate. It, watching the chosen just 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 reaffirms that that when you call him dad, there is yes. that relationship. Yes. that comes from in insu- yes you know, that bond. Yes, and yeah. you know, just saying that, I think about like where when with wisdom, mm-hmm. if you know him as your dad, mm-hmm. if yeah. you really know him as your dad, like he's you know he's always spoken to me about a father daughter relationship. Yeah. if you know he's your dad. Uh, a lot of people know they can go to their parents when they're in trouble or they need advice. And, like, that's what God wants. Yes. Our dad wants us to say, like, go, Dad, can I just talk to you for a minute? Yeah. Um, Let, this has come up. Can I yeah. – what, what should I do? Yeah.
1: Listen, that wisdom was designed for you.
2: Yes. Mm. It's
1: a gift for you. Mm. It brings him such pleasure when you take the time with him and you're saying, Dad, my back is up against the wall, yeah. Yes. I don't know what to do. Tell me what must I do? What is the solution to this? What mm-hmm. you know, and you ask him, whatever it is, you just go and spend time oh the joy. Mm-hmm. And that was for you. And so many people don't go before him and ask him. He said to me years ago, he, I was going about and man, I was leading people to Jesus like all over the place. And I was in the, I mean, I was out in the street. I was preaching the gospel out in the street. I just didn't care. I didn't care what people thought. I was very, very bold. And I had people in the street take out little notebooks and stand and write down notes and listen to me. I had people passing by, going through the buildings and and patting me on my back and saying, you know, keep up the good work. I would be in a shopping mall and I had a group of people around me bowing their heads in prayer. And when the elevator door opens, there's more people coming out. They stopped and they bowed their heads in prayer and prayed until I was finished and then they thanked me, strangers, and thanked me and walked off. I had people from all walks of life. And then the Lord said, we can't do this anymore. Now, here's the wisdom of God. We can't do this one-on-one anymore. Time is running out. We need to get this gospel out a lot quicker and further. So I said, "Um, okay. And the Lord said to me, I want you, uh, he said, I want you to pray out what I have called you to do. See, so I could have said, no, I'm not going to do that. But you don't know the people that might only get that message through you. And, you know, there's a scripture, I think it's in the book of Jeremiah, where the Lord says, to jeremiah or someone he, he says if you don't do this their blood will be on your head
0: wow but that's true um i can't remember who was preaching that either the the lord had said to them that if you don't go i think i read it on on a post mm-hmm. it said that if you don't go and do what the lord has told you to do that person that you were meant to encounter you may have been the last chance that they hear the gospel that's
1: absolutely right
0: so you gotta you literally have to like obey the Lord when He tells you to do something yeah. because he, he knows the the bigger picture. Yeah. We don't always see it, Yeah, but and we may not always understand His wisdom, but when He tells you to do something or go somewhere or whatever the case may be, do it. Yeah. Because you don't know what's ahead He does.
1: Uh, do you want to read Proverbs chapter
0: 3? I actually want to. Okay. So... Um, Proverbs chapter three verses five to six. Um, it says, "Trust in the Lord with all 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 your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. I I tell you, I've always loved that scripture, but in this time that we've been focusing on wisdom, I I love it even more. Because you realize you are supposed to trust him in everything. And when I say everything, in all things, you literally have to wake up in the morning with the the knowledge, good morning, Lord, what are we doing today? Not good morning, Lord, like, Mm. or not even greet him, get up and just keep doing your own routine. You've got to make your routine his routine. Yeah. Because he's the one that's got the perfect plan for your day. And if you follow through what he tells you to do, you just like you stay in that perfect peace. Yeah, You walk on the path of righteousness. You walk on the path towards prosperity. You walk on the path of long life when you walk out what he calls you to do. If you don't walk in his wisdom, you're walking in your own strength and you can only go so far.
1: Now, this reminds me of a scripture in the book of Psalms, Psalm 127, verse 1. You can write that down. Psalm 127, verse 1. mm -hmm. He says, except the Lord build the house. Except the Lord build the house. So who gets to build the house? The Lord. Lord. Can anyone else build a house?
0: Oh, I can, but it'll crumble.
1: (laughs) Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Mm. Mm. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman wakes but in vain. There are so many people building their own lives, making their own decisions.
0: Going after a career.
1: Yeah, trying to set up financial plans, trying to do this. If the Lord has not built it, if you are trying to build it, you are doing it in vain.
2: Yes.
1: How many people were born again in this earth, have come and have gone and have never, ever, Asked the Lord and sought his wisdom for anything. Haven't even touched 1% of the plan that God took special time out and prepared for them. How many?
0: I think that um, you cannot say that he is your Lord if you are not following his direction. You can't because yeah. then he's not your Lord.
1: You're yeah. your own Lord. I like to say it like this. He's your saviour. Yeah. He's not your Lord.
0: Yes. Mm.
1: You just went as far as getting saved and that's it. Not living. A... Yes. So um, for us, even for us, Megan and I, we've had a long discussion and we've discussed many things and we've looked over many things and I just said to her, I haven't done this in a long time.
0: Yeah.
1: And I said to her, we need to seek out the wisdom of God for a lot more direction, clearer direction. And, you know, you've got to do that. I, I spoke to Denver the other day, and um, I gave the illustration of an aeroplane. An you know, an aeroplane, you've got to program You've got to charter your flights. That's what you have to do. So, the thing about an aeroplane is because it's up in the sky, and it's a blob in the sky, if I can say that. What is against it all the time is wind. So you've got a lot of wind that is against the plane. So they call it uh, they call it coefficient drag. Okay, so. It slows the aeroplane down like a lot. So they've over the years, they've come up with ways to try and combat that, to try and increase the speed. Um, they've come up with a magnificent type of paint that they paint over the wings especially. And those wings, it, it makes it slipstream. And they've set um, targets where the ceiling height of the airplane is about 51,000 feet. Some can even go to 55,000 feet. So why is that important? Well, the higher you go, the thinner the air. So if the air is thinner, there's not so much drag against the plane. So the plane, the plane doesn't have to use so much power the way it does. That's why you'll see like a Boeing has got four engines, because it it will fly at about 30,000 feet and the air is a lot thicker, and it's also full of passengers, it's full of cargo, and so forth and so on. But a private jet, it's a lot lighter, and it can reach up to about 51,000 feet, and it only needs two, two engines because the air's a lot thinner. So they've come up with all these ways. So they've even come up with you have to program the plane, it's what you call your flight deck, and it's usually a Garmin, and you, you program the waypoints to your destination. And you set it on autopilot. And the autopilot makes what you call wind correction. Okay. Because the wind is still always against the plane. So if you don't do that, and you just start out five degrees to the left, it's not really a big deal if you were over here and you're just five degrees out, it it doesn't look that bad. But you continue five degrees, you're going to land up in the ocean. So, So what am I saying? Even though the plane is so advanced, even with all that technology, and that radar system, and the special paint, and the jet engines, and so forth and so on, you still have to make wind correction, because the wind is still there. Now, that applies to us Christians as well. We still have to make corrections because we don't get it right 24 hours a day. We still have to go to our Father because guess what? We don't know everything. No. But thank God the Scripture says, I don't know if you want to read it, First um, Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30? 30.
2: Uh,
1: especially from the New Living. That's oh, let, okay. You, can you do that? First Corinthians chapter one, verse thirty. It's why it is so important. And our dad did that for us. He doesn't want us to make mistakes in life. He doesn't want us to keep bumping our head. You know. No. He doesn't want us. Why is this healing not taking place, man? I don't understand it. The scripture says, "By his stripes I'm healed." You know. Why is this not working? Well, guess what. There might be, you, you might need to make an adjustment in your diet. That's the wisdom of God. You believe in God for healing and healing and healing, and you're wondering why the healing's not working. But if you think about it, God gets you healed, but you haven't changed your diet. You're just going to land up in the exact same position yes. that you got yourself into in the first place. Mm. And it could be like that with finances as well. You could be making a ton of mistakes with your money. And you think, more I need more money. I need more money. And the Lord says, no, you just keep getting yourself into debt. If if you had to increase now by another 50,000 rand a month, the, the, you'd been worse debt than yes. w- what you are right now. You need to get out of that first. So, the wisdom of God, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7 says, is the principal thing. Mm. And principle you can spell two ways: principle, P-A-L, at the end, or P-L-E. Now, P-L-E just means the average, you know, the basic. But P-A-L, that's how Proverbs chapter 4 is spelled. Chapter 4 verse 7 is spelled. It's the number one in rank.
2: Yes.
1: It is the primary. There's nothing higher than that. Wisdom is the principal, P-A-L, thing. Mm. Now, you you want to read 1 Corinthians?
0: Yeah, and then I went and saw something into it as well. Oh, okay. Anyway. It says in verse thirty, "But of him you are." Oh, let me just. Sorry, "But of him you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God, and righteousness, and sanctification, and redemption." Is that the right verse? Yes. Okay. Became for us wisdom, and then just,
1: now. Yo, let me read it from the New Living okay. Translation. God has united you with Christ Jesus for our benefit. God made him to be wisdom itself. Christ made us right with God. He made us pure. He made us holy and he freed us from sin. Get this. God has united you with Christ Jesus and for your benefit not his benefit your benefit for you to win in life all the time every decision you make is a right decision because you're not making it on your own you're going to ask him first it's for your benefit you can win every single time and you and the whole plan is he wants you to go higher and higher and higher and he wants you to increase but you're not going to do it making your own decisions banging around in your own head and doing your own thing you're going to do it by submitting to the principal thing p-a-l the principal thing first when you do that when you ask him what do i do next where do i go next Mm. you're making that wind correction yes and you're not going to go and land up in the sea some people don't even know their destination oh yeah. They need wisdom for that. Yes. <laughs> do you want to?
0: Um, we're almost done, eh? Yeah. Um, I actually just, and I'm not going to share what I saw into because it's probably got nothing to do with that. Okay. <laughs> but again, I will share it because verse 13 from, uh, I think it's Proverbs 3 Verse 13 says, happy is the man who finds wisdom and the man that gains understanding. Mm. And after reading this, I was like, Jesus is wisdom. I was like, happy is the man who finds Jesus, who mm. is oh, wisdom. That's oh, good. That's
1: good. <laughs> absolutely. I was like,
0: he is the wisdom. Yes. Because mm. Jesus, he was He's, made the yeah. wisdom. Yeah.
1: He's your wisdom. And I like how the New Living Translation, that's good, Andrew. Uh, I like how the New Living Translation says it. that's for your benefit. Yes. That's for your benefit. And if people don't use it, they're not
2: benefiting.
0: Exactly.
1: Oh, if people don't use it.
0: Yes. Oh, I know where that's coming from.
1: (laughs) They are not benefiting. But isn't that the truth? That's good,
0: Trevor. That's (laughs) That's real good. (laughs) I just want to say one thing quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the Lord has always spoken to me so much about him being my dad. Like he really, really is. uh, He always works at building that intimate relationship with me. Um, For me, for my benefit, obviously. Yeah because he loves me so and he loves everyone and i just feel like people need to they need to really develop in in that area of seeing god as their dad Mm -hmm. um and knowing that you can go to him for anything like don't make decisions on your own as as time consuming as everything is take the time to go before him and say lord Where must I work? What car must I drive? Where must I live? Where must I tithe? Where must I sow? Uh, If you're stuck in a situation, don't try and figure it out yourself. Go and ask your dad. Your dad wants to be so involved in your life. That's something he was trying to show me years ago. He wants to be in our everyday decisions. And this might sound crazy, but he even wants to be involved in the dinner you make. Yeah. The way you drink your coffee, yeah. what you're going to wear for the day. Like if you pick an outfit, I know this sounds very like, you know, but you pick an outfit, say, Lord, what do you think about this one? Yeah, Kenneth was talking about watching TV, asking the Lord, do you want to watch this, Lord? Yes, And he's like, nah, I don't want to watch that. Yeah. You know, like yeah. we're supposed to have that relationship with our dad where we are more in dialogue with him than we are with everyone around us.
1: Because it's not about... You. No. It's to glorify Him. Yes. If you go and ask Him, Lord, where do you want me to live? Lord told me where I'm supposed to live. Yes. And we're working on that. That there, when people look at that, they'll be like, uh... How? How? Well, what does that do? That glorifies Him. And it's not about me. Yes, we will get the benefit of that. Mm. That was for our benefit, but it's for the inquiring mind. Other people want to live like that too. How did you get that right? Well, it's the wisdom of God. Can I talk to you about it?
2: Yes.
1: (laughs) And they'll be open. They'll be open. So instead of living this small life where... It's all about you and you, do you really think that you are cut out to make the decisions that you can make and you really call it no. success? Come on. How many people are not glorifying God in their life at all?
0: Not many people you can see that the Lord is people in People do
1: Christians don't even know they're supposed to do that. Yes. Because they think it's about themselves.
0: Everything you say and do is supposed to bring glory to the Lord. That's it. So it seems like that's it. That's a wrap. (laughs) (laughs) That's a wrap for this message. So this was just supposed to be an introduction of, um, I call it, a father's wisdom. Yeah. So I hope that you guys will take some time and um, seek out the stuff, your everyday stuff. Don't just make decisions on your own. You have a loving dad that wants to, to help you
1: and his plans are far bigger than yours yes. and they'll be far bigger than that, than your plans for your own life will ever be yes. and his way is a lot easier <laughs> than yours you'll be bumping your head exactly. this way and that and you'll be cursing off the time because you're mad that nothing's working out for you mm. you can just submit yourself to the wisdom of god and you just bypass all that junk and life is not supposed to be hard it's not supposed Supposed to be tough.
2: Yes.
1: It's supposed to be easy, but it can only be easy when you submit yourself to the wisdom of God yes. because it's the principal thing. And it's for your benefit. And mm. Jesus was made wisdom for your benefit. Yes. God designed this whole thing for you to win. You don't have an excuse to fail.
2: Mm. Submit
1: to God, resist the devil, and he will fail. that's it. And on that note, unfortunately, yes. we're gonna have to end this. Broadcast, let us close in a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for blessing us tonight. There were some amazing things that were said. And I pray, Dad, and my words will not return void. Yes, but I pray the people will grab a hold of this message when it's made available on Friday. And they will just listen to it again and go and listen to it again the way you got me hooked on this. And then, Father, I pray that they'll take down notes and they'll go and listen to it again. And as they listen to it again and again and again, Lord, that you will open up their minds to this and they will grow and mature in the revelation of this. And you cause them to prosper and you cause them to excel in life. And Father, help them come to a place where they will come to you and ask you the questions. And I know that you're just waiting for them and you're just so excited to give them the answer and just watch them walk in freedom that they didn't even know existed. Because you're such a blessing. Thank you, Dad, for speaking through me and speaking through Megan tonight. And thank you for giving the people who are listening, thank you for giving them ears to hear. And Dad, we are spoiled to have you. We really are. And we love you. And we thank you for choosing us. And we thank you that we get to be part of your family. And we thank you for the wisdom of God and the understanding of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And remember, faith comes by hearing.
0: So keep on hearing. Hey everyone, if you enjoyed today's podcast, feel free to let us know by contacting us via our Telegram channel, Trevor Van Vieren Ministries, or send us a message on our Facebook account. And if you liked what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to bring a printed copy of our newspaper to every house in our city. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sew via our website at www.thedailywitness.co.za. There you will find a tab called Sew Into A Vision. If you are inside of South Africa, you can use the option of Snapscan. You can download this app free of charge from Play Store or iTunes. If you are outside of South Africa, you can use our option of give and gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.